0: Living on a Prayer, today on Get the Hell Out of Your Life.
1: It's time now to Get the Hell Out of Your Life, a weekly broadcast with real people, sharing real struggles, and offering real hope. Today's show will encourage, inspire, and empower you to face life's challenges with a bold confidence and renewed hope. Now, let's join our host, Ron Myers, the promoter. Blessings to each and every one of you. So good
0: to be with you again. I want you to think about all your friends you have and how much you have fun with them and you like them. But did you ever think that some of those friends are probably carrying something from their past that they have never shared with anyone? Well, my guest today is also a friend I have known for a while. She was the creator of Natural Girl. It was health products, all naturally uh, formulated. And I was trying to encourage her to come into Christmas City uh, quite a few years ago. Well, she submitted her story a few months ago to share with you, the listeners. And as I was reading this, I said, oh, my goodness, I never knew Kimberly was dealing with this. Her story is a incredible story. She's a courageous woman to share Her story with you today let me introduce you to her her name is kimberly
2: hi kimberly good morning ron thank you so much for having me on i'm great
0: how are things up in nashville
2: oh you know they're they're pretty good everything you know new day a new story on the news so but we are doing well up here and absolutely love nashville (laughs) Well,
0: Kimberly, we will start off. You grew up in a small little town, maybe not real little, but a small town. And, you know, you had the little house and the little white picket fence. But uh, inside your home, you had a traumatic experience at only six years old. What was that?
2: That was sexual abuse by my father.
0: Oh, my goodness. Sexual abuse. And you were only six years old. When that happens, I know you're six years old how How does it even begin?
2: Well, in my studies of human behavior through the years, in my course of of healing, from the the trauma that I went through, you know people one of my favorite sayings is, power over others is weakness disguised as strength." and perpetrators choose vulnerable people. It's been happening, you know, from the beginning of time, and um, it's it's still happening. Um, I, I do everything I can to help empower women out of those situations where they're made victims. And, you know, when you're a child, um, and especially when it's a parent, it's I don't know. I don't know the psychology behind all of it. I can just tell you that it, it hurt my little heart and I carried it around for so long. Just the guilt and the shame and um, it, it didn't last a long time, probably a few years because I was always had a tendency to be a little sassy when I needed to. And that's how I finally got him to leave me alone. I was just verbally um you know, I, I don't remember all of the details, thankfully, and I think that's part of, um, you know, nature's protection around little little hearts and little minds is that you do block a lot of it out, and but the you know the damage is deep, and it just it it for me it took God to really turn my life around and and to give me hope that I had worth and value. Well,
0: and then you told me in your story that he tells you that if you tell anyone he'll kill you so your job you're dealing with almost two traumas you have somebody that's taking advantage of you as a young little girl and then if you say anything to your mom that you're afraid that he's going to hurt you so i can't even imagine how many times did you just really just want to go tell your mom but you were afraid to
2: oh absolutely and I mean it was such a bizarre situation to grow up in because I mean, my mom is an angel and she's she's the one person who's been there for me my whole life and I just love her dearly and he was just really good at manipulating the situation and hiding things and you know he was, that was just something he was good at because of who he was and the things that he chose to do unfortunately
0: so with that kind of experience, Kimberly, growing up, okay, now you're growing into your teenage years and then uh, young uh, college years. Uh, how are you beginning to shape as a person? How are you with your confidence? And what do you think about yourself? And um, are you a a shy little girl, kind of keep to yourself?
2: Absolutely not. <laughs> I, anybody that has known me over the years. I was always popular and outgoing, and always also have always had a core value that's really important to me that all people are valuable. And I actually identify that in my company that I own today. Um, you know, just growing up in that environment that cer- a certain class of people and you know, certainly that men could take advantage of women. And I just, you know, just to my very core of my being, I think every person on this earth is valuable. I was also a perfectionist, I admit, and was, I still am. (laughs) And I think that's pretty common um, for abuse survivors because you really dive into what you can control because there's so much that you can't control. So I was a straight A student. Um, you know, chose my career and dove into that. But underneath all of that, you know, I was hurting and very, very afraid and just didn't know my worth and my value and felt pretty aimless from a spiritual standpoint. I remember as a young adult, like not even knowing how to pray. And I went to church growing up. I just it just didn't was not anything that like really got a hold of my heart until um, until I was about age 37. What a game changer, you know, when you develop a personal relationship with God, it just changes everything.
0: Amen to that. And at age 37, you were diagnosed with cancer. Tell us how your relationship with God developed because of this diagnosis.
2: Yeah, it was just bizarre. I have the coolest things that have happened to me in my life. I mean, it's it just one after another. And in this situation, I I was married at the time, and I have one daughter, so we had one child, and had been trying to get pregnant again, and it just wasn't happening. And it took fertility treatment, and still didn't you know produce a pregnancy. And so I literally woke up one day and had a very strong knowing that my long-term health was more important than trying to have another child and I went to my doctor and I said, you know, I want you to go ahead and do a hysterectomy. And he said, well, are you sure about that? Like, you know, for sure you won't be able to have more children then. And I said, no, I just feel really strongly about it. And later I realized that was God tapping me on the shoulder, you know, basically saying, Kimber, I'm not done with you yet. And there was no other You know, there was no other explanation for it. I definitely heard the the voice, his voice, and um, it was just bizarre. And so the um, pathologist that, you know, whenever you have surgery, they send your organs or whatever off to the pathologist and he found the tumor and it was not in a place that would have ever been diagnosed and it was aggressive. And so, I mean, it was just, you know, miraculous. And So that
0: decision you made basically saved your life. Absolutely. Wow. And I like um, on this, uh, you have a statement. In fact, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, you had a statement that says, the transformation that took place in me following the crisis was unbelievable. I went from living my life in grayscale, small and afraid, to living boldly and in full color. Well, right after the break, Kimberly, I want you to tell me, and the listeners how we can begin to live our life in full color.
1: Okay. Okay. We all need encouragement. Encouragement does one of two things. It either frees us from the trouble we fear or it gives us the strength and courage to meet the trouble when it comes. If you would like to receive a weekly text message of encouragement, simply text the word INSPIRE to 51660. That's INSPIRE to 51660. Our messages will encourage, inspire, and empower you on your journey through life. Life is tough. Be encouraged. This is Ron Myers. It is
0: finished. My book, The Promoter. It took me three years and, well, my story, it is a wild story. I will share things that I have never shared with anyone from my childhood to my days as a promoter. I did anything to make a buck. I was hungry for attention and publicity. I really wasn't a good person. Sex, drugs, and money was driving me. But something happened on the road to become a millionaire. I ran into God. My story is written for you. As you read the book, God will speak to you through the pages, and your dreams will come alive and hope will be restored. Check out my book, The Promoter. It's available on my website, thepromoter.org, or online at Barnes & Noble, Amazon, and iTunes. Welcome back, listeners. My guest today, Kimberly. Boy, what a courageous young lady she is. She's sharing her story. At six years old, she was sexually abused by her father and then just grew up in a life of not really knowing her self-worth and that God really had a plan for her. And Kimberly, before the break, you had said that you felt something tell you to get a hysterectomy. Well, during the hysterectomy, they found a tumor and the pathology report found that it was a cancerous tumor. So if you wouldn't have had the hysterectomy you could have died, correct?
2: Correct. It was um, you know, it was God tapping me on the shoulder for sure. It was I kn- I just had a knowing that that I needed that surgery and you know, it was proven yeah, with the diagnosis. This is the
0: part that I love in your when you wrote to me that the transformation following that crisis was unbelievable. You went from living life in grayscale, small and afraid, to living boldly and in full color. Tell us what you mean by that.
2: Building that relationship with God, that was the start of me really knowing that he was there and he was there for me. And it opened up a whole new world because that I mean it's you know, it's salvation. I mean that's why that's why it's called salvation. It's because you know, we we're not meant to do this on our own, um, live life. And, you know, the, the courage that I developed absolutely came from him and knowing that, you know, there was more, thank, thank God there was more to life than what there seemed to be on the surface. And I remember, um, I I had to go through radiation treatment and that was just awful too. It took me about a year to recover from that. And I remember when I got out of the hospital, and I literally, I was gray. My my coloring was gray, and um, I, I just walked down my street with my dogs, and it was a, a beautiful day in May. And from that point forward, I, I i found I found God in nature a lot, and that it was after that that I created the character, the Natural Girl that you were referring to. And I just started seeing beauty everywhere I stepped. It was you know, the sun and the flowers and I, I felt myself like I was a, a beautiful flower that was just starting to open up for the first time in my life. And I just really appreciated everything, just everything around me and everything took on this depth and this meaning that it had not before. So that's, that's why I compare it to, you know, just living life kind of superficially and in grayscale to truly, it was like, you know, technicolor, everything, everything was just vibrant in my world.
0: Amen. I love that. Uh, Anybody listening right now that has had trauma in their past, are you saying that with God, they too could experience the colorful life and the appreciation for life that you are experiencing now?
2: I am saying that. Yes, absolutely.
0: A lot of us think that, well, I am who I am and you know, I can't change. But that's not true, is it?
2: No. And here's what I've learned. If you, when you have those feelings of feeling small and feeling bad or ashamed or fill in the blank, something that is not the way God sees you, then that might be your logical mind and paying too much attention to what everyone else is saying and doing. God is supernatural. And I've seen it firsthand. When you have a relationship with him, miracles happen. I have a little story. When I was recovering from the cancer treatment and, you know, it was just this new world had opened up to me. My mom and I were going to go have dinner one night and I was cooking a casserole for my husband and my daughter. And I reached in the oven to pull the casserole out and inside of my forearm made contact with the oven coil. And it it was a pretty bad burn. It was a couple of inches across and I doctored it and covered it up. And it took like about two weeks before I could even take the bandage off and let it start healing. (laughs) Talk about miracles. This scar, this burn healed into the perfect shape of a heart. I couldn't believe it. (laughs) I said, you know, and this was God speaking to me again. And and I just want to encourage your listeners, he, he will speak to you and send you signs and signals and lift your spirits and put that courage in your heart and your mind so that you can, you know, pick yourself up and dust yourself off and go live the beautiful life that he's, he's gifted you with. And this heart on my arm lasted for a few months and I just thought it was the coolest. I think, you know, it's like this is a tattoo from God. This is way cooler than a, than a real tattoo eventually it faded. And I was so sad to see it go because what a great reminder. So I ended up buying temporary tattoos from this company <laughs> and I still use them with my clients and they look just like my scar did.
1: I love it. And
2: I what I knew from that experience was that God was telling me to start seeing myself and to start loving myself as he loves me. And that was huge.
0: Yeah, that that's that's real huge. I'll stop people on the street and give them a Jesus loves you bracelet. And you would think that they just won the lottery because someone told them that God loves them. We don't tell people enough how much we love them. And most of the time we don't tell ourselves how much God loves us.
2: Oh, I totally agree. And I love it that you do that. And. You know what a what a blessing you are to other people. It life is tough, and it is. There's a lot of really hard stuff that goes on out there, and I'm still faced with things on a regular basis. And you know it takes it takes cultivating that relationship with God. But it just remind. That's why I love like my heart scar tattoos because I, I wear them, and it's a good reminder that you know God loves you. And when you're having thoughts of inferiority and You know, any like I said before, any negative thought, fill in the blank, that is not the way God sees you. And that is not God's thought about you. And thank goodness, you know, that um, that there are people like you out there and others who encourage other people because we need that.
0: Kimberly, right now you have an audience of thousands of people. There are people listening that can relate to everything you just said. So I want you to send them a spiritual tattoo, that heart of God. What would you say to them?
2: (laughs) Suffering is optional. (laughs) We're all going to go through things. And, you know, the worst thing, the worst thing you can do is turn to the ways of the world and your supply doesn't come from social media. It doesn't come from you know, those in your environment, it comes from God. And uh, the more you focus on Him and cultivate that relationship, the the stronger you are, you do begin to see miracles in your life. And, and I'm living proof of that over and over again. So don't lose hope. And if you are in a place where you've already lost hope, there there is help available and commune with people who will guide you to God and help you on your path and your journey. And that's the other thing I've noticed over and over in my life. God always makes a way where there is no way. Always. He always does. Mm. Just when I think things are hopeless or helpless or, you know, gosh, I can't do this. Well, no, we're not supposed to do it on our own. We're supposed to reach out to him. And, um, you know, he has supernatural miracles and they're there. They're there there for you.
0: Mm -hmm. I always say God's never early. He's never late, but he will always be on time. So what's the name of uh, your company? If people want to get some of your material or maybe ask you uh, some questions uh, and how do they get in touch with you?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So my company is Tools for Empowering Women and the website is toolsforeempoweringwomen.com and my email address is Kimberly at toolsforeempoweringwomen.com toolsforempoweringwomen.com.
0: All right. You got it. Well, you're doing a good thing out there. And uh, one thing I do like to ask uh, guest is, uh, why did you decide to share your story?
2: Well, it, it wasn't an easy decision, but it was God calling me to share my story. It, I've really struggled with it this past year. Um, I have a mastermind group that I'm a part of. And we leaned on each other heavily this year. And I was kind of talking about bits and pieces of my story. And, but God just kept putting it on my heart. Like you can help people and, you know, you've got to be strong and tell your story. So I don't always want to be strong. And, but, you know, I do listen to God when he talks to me. So that's, that's why I'm here as your guest, and that's why it matters to me to um, help other other people
0: sometimes we think that we are all alone in life and then when somebody else uh, shares a similar story, all of a sudden there's a connection and it helps build our faith
2: absolutely and it if you haven't done it before, it's very scary I mean I, I, I did a meditation not too long ago I, I uh, have created a year's worth of these guided meditations and one was about engaging your faith. You know, I I know a time in my life that faith was just more of a spiritual word and I didn't really understand what was behind it. You know, Oh, half faith, half faith, you know, well, that's, that's easier said than done. And you're absolutely right. You can say it all day long, but until you engage your faith, you know, it's a risk. It's, it's trusting. It's, it's actually, surrendering to god and i find myself frequently saying "Thy will father not mine be done because i've tried to do it on my own and it didn't work
0: yeah wow so well put kimberly what an awesome story thank you so much for sharing thank you for having me ron listeners when i return my monologue Living on
1: a prayer. We all need encouragement. Encouragement does one of two things it either frees us from the trouble we fear, or it gives us the strength and courage to meet the trouble when it comes. If you would like to receive a weekly text message of encouragement, simply text the word INSPIRE to 51660. That's INSPIRE to 51660. Our messages will encourage, inspire, and empower you on your journey through life. Life is tough. Be encouraged.
0: I love that song by Bon Jovi. Every time I hear it, it takes me back to the age of 18. Young and foolish. I was married, a baby on the way. We were so poor that we couldn't pay attention. But our attitude was just like the song says. We've got to hold on to what we've got. It doesn't make a difference if we make it or not. We've got each other and that's a lot for love. Well, it all worked out until she fell in love with the next door neighbor. How many times have you thought, I don't know if I'll make it. This love, it's not enough anymore to get us through to the next day. I can't pay all my bills this month. Or, I just can't seem to get a break. Well, those thoughts are silent prayers. Oh, I know they're not your conventional prayers, but those thoughts trouble your soul and cause worry and fear. Your thoughts are on the mind and heart of your Creator. After all, you are a child of God and everything about what you're going through is His concern. The first time I felt the hope of God speak to my heart, was at age 11. Even though I didn't know about God, that quiet voice deposited hope in my soul. I was living on an unknown prayer at that time. It got me through another day and another day. Thoughts of doom and gloom may crush us, but not destroy us. You may not even believe in God, but that will never stop him from depositing hope in your life so you can live another day. Are you doing all the right things, but you find yourself living on a prayer? Your faith isn't strong enough to surrender your weaknesses to God, so you keep trotting through life with a smile on your face, but a hole in your heart. You can't tell anyone because one wrong word could send you over the edge. So you're at a point in life, Where you have constant thoughts about your future, your children, your life, your job. Will you make it? And the constant defeating thought is your thinking of running away. Here is the good news. Your thoughts are heard by God. And He is saying to you today, it's time. He wants to move in your life. God's greatest desire is for you to give Him you. By taking his hand. Don't fear God. When you are in a relationship with God, he turns on a spigot of hope and pours into your soul. His spark of optimism brings a smile to your face. You see, God is not finished with you. And for you to reach your full potential, to bloom into a beautiful flower, you must hold Onto his hand and let him love the hell out of your life. It's time for you to laugh again. It's time for you to dream again. It's time to hope again. It's time for healing. It's time for you to go from living on a prayer to living in relationship with God. When you have each other, that is a whole lot of love. Well, friends, my time is up, and I have been so blessed to have a conversation with Kimberly and with you. I'm praying for you. I believe in you, and I know that God has an unbelievable plan just for you. So take his hand and let him lead you into the land of your destiny. And never forget this, that God loves you. God has a plan for you, and he will take all the hell in your life and turn it into good. This is your time.
1: Today's show was produced by Ron Myers Ministries, a listener-supported ministry. For a copy of today's broadcast, please visit our website, thepromoter.org. And would you prayerfully consider making a tax-deductible donation so that we may continue to share stories of God's amazing grace with the world? And join us next week for another broadcast of Get the Hell Out of Your Life, Real People Sharing Real Struggles and Offering Real Hope.